Hello, my name is Anisha Freeman. I'm also known as the locksmith because I make keys for locks in the mind. I'm a master's level therapist and my specialty is cognitive restructuring, meaning I introduce people to dysfunctional, unconscious beliefs that make decisions for them without their conscious awareness. I also provide people with tools, real tools, to help them reprogram their minds with functional beliefs. Welcome to my podcast, Improving the Bottom Line by Challenging the Status Quo. This podcast is for managers, supervisors, and leaders, but anyone can benefit from the information in the podcast. So how will we improve the bottom line by challenging the status quo? By addressing dysfunctional, unconscious beliefs that protect the status quo, but hurt the bottom line. This is series two in my podcast series, and this is episode one of series two. So a little information about myself. I have a bachelor's degree in business. I have a master's degree in business administration. I have a master's degree in social work, and I was the personal assistant to the mayor of Grand Rapids, Michigan for three years, the Honorable Reverend George K. Hartwell. He's retired now. He was the mayor at the time I worked for him and also the director of the Community Leadership Institute. I was his assistant at the Institute, and I shared that that information with people to let them know that I worked under a phenomenal leader. So although I have an MBA and I've worked in leadership roles myself, I spent three years observing a phenomenal leader in action. I specialize, as I said earlier, in cognitive restructuring and I created an award-winning program entitled The Lies That Bind. I have a youth and an adult model that's been manualized, and I train other service providers to use the program. My work has been featured on a PBS show entitled Inner Compass. I'm not sure if the show is still on PBS, but it was at the time my work was featured. I've been the clinical director at two organizations, so I've served in leadership roles, and I've also served on various community boards and committees. So during my podcast, I use certain terms interchangeably. Whenever you hear me use the words issues, unaddressed issues, or lies, I'm referring to dysfunctional, unconscious beliefs that make decisions for people without their conscious awareness. These beliefs cause people to engage in self-defeating behaviors repeatedly despite the consequences. Most of these beliefs, and I say most because there's always exceptions to the rules, most of these beliefs are programmed into people's minds during the formative years. They're programmed by how they're treated and by what they observe. There's also another way, a third way these beliefs make it into people's minds. Some beliefs act as landing pads that flag in other dysfunctional beliefs. For example, If a person has been programmed to believe people are only tolerating you, that belief can flag in the belief you have to compensate for your presence with goods and services. I call it the therefore factor. People are only tolerating you. Therefore, you have to compensate for your presence with goods and services. 
most of these beliefs are totally antithetical to how people consciously think, what people consciously know, believe, and articulate. I say most because some people who struggle with perfectionism issues are aware to a certain extent of the unconscious belief you have to do everything perfectly. They may be aware of it to us consciously, but not fully aware of the unconscious impact of that belief. Because the belief doesn't say you have to do things that are within your forte well, or you have to do things within your field of expertise perfectly. This belief says you have to do everything perfectly. But a person who's afflicted by this issue, they wouldn't hire a plumber to cater their wedding reception, but they put the unrealistic expectation on themselves to do things that they have no training for and no expertise to do. Now, people who struggle with an unconscious belief that falls under the umbrella of a sense of inadequacy may not be aware of the belief such as compared to others, you come up short. That's an unconscious belief. All of these beliefs that I talk about in my podcast are unconscious and it's hard to fight an invisible enemy. That's the power of the unconscious mind. And Freud, Sigmund Freud says that in order to help people, you have to bring the information that's in people's unconscious minds to their conscious awareness. And I totally agree with his theory. I have different techniques than Freud, but I agree with his theory. So let's talk about how we're going to improve the bottom line by challenging the status quo. And we're going to do that by ad addressing a belief I've nicknamed as the don't ruffle any feathers belief. And that belief is don't make waves. People, some people who are afflicted by this belief, they were raised in an environment in which they were not allowed to have a voice. And if they did challenge something or ask questions or speak up, they got in trouble. It made things worse. So the unconscious belief was programmed into their minds during the formative years don't make waves. This unconscious belief is a money pit. It protects the, It makes people protect the status quo that may be hurting the bottom line. This is a terrible belief for anyone to be afflicted by, but it's very extremely problematic for people in leadership positions. Why? Because people afflicted by this belief often make decisions that will make the least number of waves with the least number of people. But that may not be in the best interest of the company. It may hurt the bottom line. They may need to make a tsunami <laughs> to protect the company. People afflicted by this unconscious belief try to avoid conflict by ignoring problems that are costing the company money. For example, let's say they have someone on their product development team who's always absent, always calling in sick or calling off work. That may throw off the entire product development uh, timeline, but the person that needs to be confronted may have a very aggressive communication style. They may have a very strong personality. And so a person afflicted by the unconscious belief don't make waves may be afraid to confront the, the person so they ignore the problem.
people afflicted by don't make waves often try to shut down or ignore individuals who are not afraid to challenge the status quo. But these people often have innovative ideals that can improve the bottom line there. And so, but when these people who are not afraid to challenge the status quo, quo speak up at meetings, sometimes leaders who are afflicted by the unconscious belief don't make waves will try to shut them down because they notice the reactions of other people. And so they, they do this mathematical equation. They would rather make a wave with one person that they're shutting down than make a wave with 10 people who are not comfortable, who are uncomfortable with change, who does not like to hear the individual who expresses innovative ideals. People afflicted by don't make waves often ignore warning signs if the signs require action that may ruffle some feathers. They end up doing damage control that could have been avoided, damage control that costs the company or organization a lot of money. There's a way out for people who are afflicted with dysfunctional unconscious beliefs. Dr. R. Joseph, a noted expert in the fields of neuroscience and psychology, says that people who are raised in environments in which they were programmed with certain dysfunctional unconscious belief, he says that they have to be able to scrutinize their own lives so as to recognize the maladaptive, self-destructive patterns they've been engaging in. So it's hard for people to stop doing these dysfunctional or engaging in these dysfunctional behaviors if they're not aware that's what they're doing because it's unconscious. And Dr. Joseph says they also must be educated or become educated about the alternatives available. And with regards to our alternatives, Dr. Joseph is referring to a different belief, a more functional belief, different behaviors, more functional behaviors that are associated with more functional beliefs. So here's a functional belief that challenges the lie, don't make waves. If there is a situation that needs to be addressed in the workplace that may cause a wave, it must be addressed. Most work-related problems are time-sensitive and cause collateral damage. For example, a project falling behind because one of the team members is frequently absent could affect the entire company. If the team leader is afraid to confront the always absent person, then it's a good chance this lie is in play. A competitor may not have an always absent person on their product development team, and they may make it to the market first. This lie can make a supervisor promote someone who is not the best fit for their promotion. The lie will cause a supervisor to make a decision that will produce the least number of waves with the least number of people. What's the answer? Admit that you suffer with this issue if you are a fact, in fact afflicted by the lie. Don't make waves. Identate the collaborating issues. There's, there's lots of dysfunctional beliefs and they like to collaborate with each other. When I do a short podcast like I'm doing today, I only talk about one dysfunctional or at the most, sometimes two dysfunctional unconscious beliefs. But I offer one day trainings for companies and organizations in which we 
deconstruct eight to 10 dysfunctional unconscious beliefs that produce certain common problems that hurt the bottom line. So we're gonna identify the collaborating issues, perfect the deactivation code. So this functional belief is what I refer to as a deactivation code. It has the power to deactivate the dysfunctional belief, don't make waves, and practice addressing and confronting situations. So here are some strategies for people who are afflicted by the belief, don't make waves. These are strategies that address the dysfunctional behaviors associated with that dysfunctional belief. So for the behavior of making decisions that will make the least number of waves with the least number of people, Make decisions with the bottom line in mind. Start quantifying your decisions. Like I said earlier, I have a master's in business administration. And one of the most important thing that they taught us, and we learned this throughout the entire MBA, MBA program, was how to quantify decisions. Utilize the skill set the lie created of diplomacy to help you make changes as palatable as possible. So I do an advanced training. It's also a one-day training entitled, There's Gold in the Eels. Every dysfunctional unconscious belief produces a skill set. And I can teach people how to deconstruct a dysfunctional belief, remove the negative components, and keep the skill set that it produced. So for people who struggle with don't make waves, they have mastered diplomacy over time. They've just been using it in a dysfunctional way. But once they get free from the dysfunctional aspect of the belief that keeps them from speaking up or addressing conflict or addressing problems and, and dealing with conflict appropriately, they still know how to present things in a diplomatic way. So they can use, you can use the skill set <laughs> when you have to make a wave of diplomacy to make the change as palatable as possible. People still may not like the taste of the change, but the change that, that the leader needs to make may protect the company from going bankrupt and people will can digest <laughs> the change a little better than being unemployed because the company went bankrupt. For the behavior of trying to avoid conflict by ignoring problems that are costing the company money, Reframe your thought, process, your thought process about conflict. The dictionary defines conflict as a state of disagreement or disharmony between persons or ideals. Conflict is normal. And a lot of people who struggle with dealing with conflict, they act as if conflict shouldn't exist. It's a normal part of life. It's a normal part that of life, whether you're talking about your personal life and or your professional life. Quantify how much money addressing the problems will save the company. For the dysfunctional behavior of trying to shut down or ignore people who are, who are not afraid to challenge the status quo, create an atmosphere of continuous quality improvement or a culture of continuous quality improvement so people are not afraid to speak up and give recommendations for innovative changes that may challenge the status quo. Allow people to speak at meetings who are not afraid to challenge the status quo. 
But I also recommend you provide trainings on communication styles because sometimes people use aggressive or passive aggressive communication when they're speaking up, which makes others shut down. So you can teach people who like to speak up how to use an assertive communication style so that people can be more receptive to the information that they're providing. For the behavior of ignoring warning signs, if the signs require action that may ruffle some feathers, do warning signs trainings to normalize paying attention to them and quantify the amount of money ruffling feathers will save the company. So that's all for this particular episode of my podcast. If you would like more information about my work, or if you're interested in bringing me in to conduct a training for your company or organization, you can contact me via email at afreeman at anishaconsulting.com. I can also be be contacted via either of the contact pages on my website anishaconsulting.com or anishaspeaks.com. I'm also a motivational speaker who has a powerful come from behind victory story. I offer three hour trainings, one day trainings, two day trainings. I also have five day trainings for other therapists and counselors to train them and certify them in my award-winning cognitive restructuring and resocialization program. If you are interested in just purchasing some of my material, you can go to my website, anishaconsulting.com, go to the store page. I have workbooks and I also sell my cognitive restructuring card. So I have a a set of 100 victim-based beliefs card sets and a set of 100 villain-based belief cards. So I deconstruct these dysfunctional unconscious beliefs on these six four and a half by six and a half cards. These are my two program manuals. They're not available on my store page. These are the manuals that therapists and counselors receive when they go through my five-day training. But these workbooks are available for purchase along with my cognitive restructuring belief system cards. I also have books available on my website store page. Check out my episode two, check out episode two of this particular series. And the title, the topic for episode two is Improving the Bottom Line by Addressing Problems. I look forward to talking with you next week.